Hello, and how is it going, everyone? Um, welcome to a Millennial Market a podcast. It's been a, a few weeks. Um, we've been taking it slow, been very busy, um, you know, start of the year and all that, but we're back. Um, and there's been a lot of development, a lot of development over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we're here today. We're, we're going to be talking about one of those big developments that is Clubhouse. Um, as you can read in the title, Clubhouse, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, I can't use it. I, I, I can't. I, um, I am an Android and Google person through and through and Microsoft person. So I can't use Clubhouse. But Daniel, you've had a, a throw at it, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I haven't been able to. I tried to host the room uh, a week ago or something, but uh, I didn't really manage to, to do it proper because I think, you know, I couldn't gather people uh, at that time that I wanted to do the, do the room. So I think it's important if someone wants to host a room to schedule it out proper, like for mm-hmm. people to get ready. Because otherwise people are not ready at that point and then you're going to be in a room by yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. No, no, I get, I get that. It's, it's, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting thing. Like it's got a lot of hype. Now, as I said, I'm an Android and uh, Google, like Microsoft person thing, but I, I've been tempted and I think I'm going to buy a iPad just for Clubhouse. Um, really? Yeah, I think I'm going to buy an iPad. Now, and I'm not going to buy like a, I'm not going to buy one full price, like an iPad Pro or anything. I'm going to get like a hundred pound, you know, secondhand one. But the fact that I have never used an Apple device in my life, and I'm looking at buying an iPad, most likely tomorrow, with the main purpose of Clubhouse shows how much of like a, a hype power that it has. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's true. Uh, well, I don't know if you want to do like, maybe we should go into that later, but the whole now, I don't know if the ones listening or seeing this, how, how many people know about this thing, but Twitter came out with the thing called Twitter spaces, which is yeah. kind of a key of the feature of clubhouse. So, uh, do you yeah. think it's worth investing in an iPad just to be on Clubhouse where you can do it on Twitter? I, for, I mean, I know it's not open up for everyone yet, but still. I think the Twitter one is, is – is. so the thing I think a lot of people are, are saying stuff like, you know, Clubhouse is the next big social media platform. I, quite um, controversially, don't think it's a social media platform. I think it's a networking platform um, that's audio-based. And the thing with Twitter is they're taking the core concept of the audio rooms, but they're losing the part of just being able to join anyone's room that you want. You know, the explore function. Yeah. Twitter's, Twitter's thing, you know, it you see it by going onto the person's profile or their um, their fleets, which you know, haven't done so well anyway, um, their version of stories. And so you need to have access to it. So they've got, they've added a, a space or, or, you know, pardon the pun with the word you know, space uh, is being called spaces. Um, but, uh, you know, they're adding that space for those audio rooms, but it's losing what is the most important part of Clubhouse, which is the, the explore function. Um, so unless you already have a following, Twitter spaces is pretty useless. Um, it's, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a, it takes the, it's like Instagram. It takes the core functionalities of another platform puts it on there and it's fine if you've got another already a, an existing following but the algorithms there's no algorithms there to make it so that you can reach new people network in what clubhouse is meant to be 
useful. Um, but as an Android user, do you feel left out? Do you feel disappointed that Clubhouse is uh, saying no to you guys? Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. Uh, it makes no I get why they're doing it. So the thing is, is that iPhone users, uh, because there's two things with Android. There's two types of people that use Android. One, people that don't want to spend a lot of money or don't have a lot of money, so they get a cheap Android. And that's what a lot of the iPhone, you know, the, the elitists with the iPhones that are like, oh, you've got an Android. Yeah, they're looking at those kind of people. But then you've also, on the same side, you've got, you know, the Samsung Galaxy S20, these high-end plus 1,000 phones and stuff. Um, and so obviously I fall into one of those categories rather than the, the cheaper end of the uh, thing. Not that it's specifically because I have a more expensive phone, but more just because I choose Android because of the customer customizability option. And um, I feel like, yeah, I do feel a little left out. I understand sure. why they're going iPhone because more people that have iPhone have a higher wage bracket. And so therefore they're trying to get you know these people and they don't want to overload their servers you know so by only putting it to iphone it means it's restricting plus the invite only it means you know only a certain amount of people can use it and they don't fry their servers within a couple of months if there's another thing that comes up like not called clubhouse it could have been like i don't know uh, pancake house and they yeah. do it for android would you go on that on their platform if it had the user base sure this this is the thing it's it's that it's like yeah. an exclusive club that you can't be part of. The the name is very good, you know, Clubhouse, because it does feel like a clubhouse, and I feel I feel like I can't join. <laughs> but then, I'm being told no. Yeah, it, it's true. It's a good scarcity FOMO kind of approach yeah. to, to the whole app. I think from my perspective and the thing I uh, find fascinating with Clubhouse is the fact of, like, are they – currently spending enough time on branding themselves as a as like a proper platform or are they just known or spending time on getting people to like talk about them because i my whole point and the questions i try to ask you is to build it up to say it's not it's not strong enough for it to like be a place where people need to be because it's a good brand like they take care of their audience or whatever yeah they've just they've got a really can't be there yeah, they've got a really good product, but their branding is awful. Like um, the the picture is just a picture of a person um, in the in the app store. Um, they don't have a website. They don't really use any other social media platforms. Um, like they, in terms of who they are as a brand, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. That's why. That's why. It's great though. Yeah. Yeah. It works. But I still think that's not enough for people to stay there. As soon as there's someone else that comes up and also allows people on Android to, to join, yeah, Clubhouse is out. And now my my you know my perspective before was that Twitter and these bigger platforms are going to come and take over the feature. And if they do it well, well, it seems like Twitter isn't doing it that well yet. But if they Instagram and did it in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and they do it really well, I'm sure everyone's just going to stick on that. I think so, but there are exceptions to that rule. So, like, you know, Instagram kind of proved that with their stories. You know, they nicked it from Snapchat, um, mm -hmm. and they did it so well that everyone stopped using Snapchat, and, it, you know, stories became an Instagram thing. Um, and then everywhere had stories. Uh, you know, even WhatsApp has stories. I don't 
don't know who uses WhatsApp stories. You're either over the age of 60 or you're psychologically insane. But, you know, there are people that use <laughs> use that service. Um, but, the you know, Instagram, they tried to do what TikTok has done with Reels. They've still not overpowered TikTok. And it's been like, what, six months since that came out? Um, and so I think there are exceptions to that rule. Um, I would still say TikTok has the superiority over IG Reels. Um, it's yeah. it's and I think when it comes to Clubhouse, I it, I don't know if it's going to last. I'll be honest. I think it will yeah. definitely still be going in a year's time. Will it be going longer than that? I don't know. But it's interesting um, what they've done. And I say like Instagram, I don't think it would fit there, so they would never do it. And if they did, it wouldn't fit right. You know, it's a it's a visual place and having an audio networking thing thing i think if they focus more on like trying to make it a social media i think they're going to fail if they keep up the aspect of like it's networking a place where people can meet people i think yeah. it will do really really well um we've got someone just saying hey by the way hey lil uh, lil fox foxy gaming uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us <Hey. laughs> um but yeah overall um i think I think I think it could do well. I do agree with you that it needs to spend more time. Do you think there's certain industries that are like it's geared towards certain industries? Because when honestly, when you go on the app, you'll like you'll see people talk about like anything from watermelon to business advice, stocks, uh, Bitcoin. You have a lot of different categories. Do you think there's yeah. a certain category that's like, yeah, that suits Clubhouse? Yes. Yeah. Well, so I, we were talking about this the other day is that um, so I'm in a discord with uh, like a good friends that I've known for a long time. Uh, and they were like, oh, Jamal, are you on Clubhouse? So I was like, no, I can't. It's, it's you know, I don't have an iPhone. And they went, oh, you're the most Clubhouse person I've ever met. And I went, what does that even mean? Um, but I, I get what they mean. What, what they mean is, you know, it's, it's someone that's, you know, very business focused, you know, very most likely it's going to be more entrepreneurs than it is not. Uh, it's going to be people that like to talk about strategy and vision. Um, and, and like you can tell that the majority, although there is a big wide range, obviously there's like 2 million weekly users. In the moment. But um, I think the uh, what I've seen is the majority of the people are, you know, marketers, business people, entrepreneurs. Um, and, you know, they have loads of different things they like to talk about. So I'm sure that thing is why when you talk about entrepreneurs, there are entrepreneurs in waste management as well as marketing, as well as, you know, whatever industry. So there's loads of different topics that can be thing. I just think the type of person, you know, it's, it's us <laughs> to be stark and frank. It's us. <laughs> like we are clubhouse people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's, that's an insult. No, not at all. I think, I mean, for myself, it's uh, when I tried to do it last week, you know, the host that room, I got nervous. You know, there's a certain like pressure on asking people to join a room and then, I don't know, it's not lined up as the same way as a podcast is. Um, mm. So I think you got to get used to it and really throw yourself out there and be like, oh, let's just have a chat about X, Y, Z and then see where it goes, mm -hmm. you know, compared to, because some rooms are quite professional. You have moderators, you have like people who speak and then they say over and then they mute themselves. Yeah. So it's a very different balance. So it's difficult yeah. to start, but I think once you're in, yeah, it's gonna be good. But, no, no, yeah, I get it. It's just, yeah, I, I, I do, I do want them to do better branding, like you said. I want them to to focus on that, but I don't think they need to yet. 
I think they they've got still that hype train, yeah, and they can ride that for a bit. They yeah. I hope they're working on it as long as they're working on it now while this hype is happening, and then once it starts to die off, they can come back with with what do you, you know, is, is what, would you, what would you suggest? What would you should, what do you think they should do if you had like I'm asking I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, I don't yeah. have myself, but is there any thoughts you've had maybe had over the last couple of days or you're hoping for magic Jamal to, to just spare <laughs> I I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm hitting a brick wall right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is Sunday, it's late, you know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> um I I don't I honestly don't know. I just I, again, as long as they put, I, I think positioning is the big thing. I just hope they don't like try and position themselves as a social media platform because they're not going to win on that. You know, they're not going to win against Instagram, Twitter thing. And, and and I hope they don't try and position themselves as like live podcasts because there's a, another brand uh, called Stereo, which has been doing really mm. good. They're both on iOS and Android um, and they've taken more the live podcast approach. And, it you know, it works well for them, but it's it's not what Clubhouse is. It's not yeah. a live podcast. It's 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 that room aspect and being able to jump into rooms and things and and be able to you know if you want be pulled out of the audience and brought in as well. Um, and so I think you know it's, it's way, more than a live podcast. Yeah, I was just thinking if anyone's watching this now or later, if they don't know what Clubhouse is, um, we do have a blog that we wrote about what it is and how you can use it yeah. in our in our Medium page. Just in case and for reference, because yeah. I'm not sure everyone knows about it, but we assume. Yeah, if you people. haven't heard of what Clubhouse is, it's basically a place with rooms about different topics. You have a profile um, and you can jump in to that room uh, and listen. You can also partake, ask questions, uh, and also you can host your own rooms as well uh, and talk about any topic you want. Obviously, most of the stuff at the moment is stuff like entrepreneurship. It's a lot of stuff about Bitcoin, NFTs. You know, NFTs mm -hmm. are big right now, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and overall, yeah, that's that's kind of the the big thing. But there is stuff around you know, interior design, swimming, how to grow your own watermelons. Like there's, there's everything. Um, yeah, and people are growing fast. You know, people that have got you know ten thousand on other platforms are able to get you know a couple of hundred thousand on a platform like Clubhouse within you know a couple of weeks, which is quite interesting. Um, should we talk a little bit about how when it comes to a platform like this, especially a new one, you get a lot of, I'm not going to call them scammers, but people that like to take advantage, you know, course sellers and, and stuff like that. Because uh, from what I've seen based on, you know, other people using it, obviously I haven't used it myself, um, but there seems to be a lot of it. Is yeah. That you've seen? Um. I think I've been good at managing around it. Like, cause obviously you can put your own interest and stuff uh, in the beginning and it will show you rooms that are linked to those interests. Um, mm. But yeah, you have some that are very like course focused and trying to sell you a course yeah. unconsciously. They don't write it on the thingy, but they do. Yeah. Um, but I think what it's really good for is anyone who is trying to study marketing or trying to learn about marketing stuff, use this as a platform to get knowledge from people who are actually in the industry. Yeah. Don't, you know, if they're trying to sell you a course, just don't buy the course. But yeah. <laughs> if they're actually giving some advice and help and you actually have a platform to ask them questions, do that. Because, you know, you can't find that anywhere else. So it's a really good platform to do that. I agree. It, it, yeah, I agree. Because it, 
at least it, it's not, you know, those same people that will just be posting out a webinar that's pre-filmed that, you know, is, is step by step. At least you can actually jump in and take part in this one and you actually yeah. can learn because, you know, you can be able to, you know, you've got that, you know, back and forth where you can ask questions and interact. And I think that makes it uh, a lot better of a way. So hopefully, if anything, it stops the, the course sellers from just trying to do it easy and it actually allows them to give some value um because usually they're quite yeah. bad at giving value out because yeah. uh, they, you know like they haven't charged it all no but that's the thing i wish i could just if there if i hear someone you know you hear those videos where they're like oh i just made a million dollars or whatever yeah and just ask the question well how like yeah. what did you do to get this result and what did you do to do this part instead of just saying what you should do my question, my question that I always want to say whenever I see those is, what's your margin though? Like, so that's oh. revenue. You've made a million pound revenue, which isn't that hard. Yeah. Okay. What's your margin? Like, how much have you actually taken from that? Because a lot of them are, especially in the marketing field, you know, they get a client. You know, their focus is just on sales. They get the client and hand it off to someone from Upwork. Uh, apologies, Mike. <laughs> uh, hand it off to someone uh, on Upwork and and you know pass it on to them and it's like are you only making 50 quid on that because then you're not really a millionaire are you um <laughs> so uh sorry yeah. this wasn't meant to be the anti-course sellers you know let them do i think we are in that we somehow have become the anti-course yeah. sellers knights of the industry <laughs> <laughs> i i just don't like people taking advantage trying to sell quick rich schemes like if you were really good most of your income won't be coming from telling other people how to do your job. It'll be coming from doing your job. Um, yeah. But maybe there's maybe there's going to be courses on like how to use Clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's definitely going to be a thing. Do you, would you like? So let's say I get my iPad. Daniel already has Clubhouse. If we you know fully go in with this and start using it and properly, would you guys let us know either in the comments, drop us a thing on Twitter or Instagram, or if you're live listening live right now, message. We'll see it straight away. And um, let us know if you want us to start making some videos and some articles, you know, a lot more about Clubhouse. We've done one already on, on, on Medium, as Daniel said. But if you want us to, you know, talk about what best rooms are available, how you should use it, what's the way you should approach yourself going into a room. If you want that to be a series, let us know and we'll uh, we'll, we'll make it a thing. Yeah, actually, uh, maybe I should plug that in. I haven't started yet. I don't have that kind of stuff, but I want to start vlogging again. Mm. And, I thought, and I thought the whole vlogging thing, could, I could like document me trying to, you know, trying to use Clubhouse. You know, mm -hmm. how is it as a first time user who is someone who may be a little bit afraid to like, you know, go into deep water alone. You know, I, luckily I have you and we could join the rooms together when you get an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I've got so, my eyes yeah. on one that's 45 pound at the moment for an iPad uh, mini Gen 2, which is a they very good deal. Yeah, 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 mini mini Gen two, so it's the right iOS to have Clubhouse. Forty five pounds. That's I'm, good. Wow. If it's still there tomorrow, I'm getting it. <laughs> mini, I remember those. I never had it, but wow. <laughs> um, yeah. But but no, yeah. I, let's shift the conversation now, and let's focus more a little bit just in these last you know five ten minutes about um, uh, yeah, like content, personal branding, stuff like that. Like just us. Let's, it would keep it nice and relaxed. So you're starting vlogging, right? Yeah. Um, what are you hoping to to have that vlogging be around? 
Uh, well, it's going to be around about like first and foremost, just sharing what I do on a daily basis. And I'll be honest, I'm not the kind of guy who will jump out of airplanes and like prank people <laughs> on the prank people like on the street and stuff. I'm the kind of you know you know what I do. I yeah. wake up, I exercise, I go to work, and then I try yeah. to build something out of my work. Yeah. Now that is obviously around entrepreneurship and, and entrepreneurship and marketing. But the reason why I want to start the blog is basically to it's like some it's one part is for other people to get you know empowered to do what inspires them or get some tools to go into the marketing field entrepreneur field but it's also for myself my youngest self always wanted to look at someone who was you know either persian like me or young like me trying to do something before he drove a lamborghini like they all do on youtube you know so yeah. that's like the motive behind starting a vlog and for ages i've been too afraid to do this talk to the yeah. camera and stuff but now i'm just gonna jump into it I have a we have a good friend Marius. Yeah, He's gonna help me out with some editing and stuff. So we'll see where it takes us, and you know it's a journey. So yeah, I I'm I'm also thinking of uh, well I've been writing down lots and lots of well, I I you know me I'm the strategy guy I put I've I've written down video titles not video ideas um, but <laughs> you know I've written I've written what's the nicer you know titles that will work well um, in the video in the YouTube algorithm and stuff. Um, but I'm looking to start doing some less vlogs of my day, but more just sitting down talking about stuff, that, you know, side hustles, business um, and, and stuff like that. So uh, it's interesting that we want to put more time into the, the personal brand. Um, I, I'll tell you why, though. Like I had a, a couple of days ago, I, I had a moment where I was like, we got another potential client. And yeah. I was like, why am I not more happy than I should? Like, I was just like, OK, well, next I want another one. Yeah. Yeah, but then at some point, like I was, we were getting to the point because you know it's we're in a luxury situation where things are getting busy. Yeah, yeah, um, and we're I able to that. turn, we're able to say no at the at the current moment to say yeah, yeah, which very is very nice. different. Yeah, so I was like, where's this sense of purpose and what I'm doing actually has a meaning? And because I've always wanted to share what I did, I felt like I'm letting myself down by not sharing, like the ups and downs. Yeah. So. Uh, I, that's why, like, from that day, I was like, okay, now you just fucking do it, because otherwise yeah. you will just hate yourself. So it's um, it's a good thing we're doing it, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna mostly, to be honest, I'm gonna mostly try to post it on LinkedIn instead of like yeah. post it on YouTube, but just like push it on LinkedIn instead yeah. of on YouTube. Um, mm. I don't know if that's yeah, you try. No, no, I, I agree. Like my my goal is to uh, is obviously to post on YouTube and stuff, but my focus is going to be break is you know creating the content in a way that's break downable for TikTok. Ah, yeah. And so it's 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 interesting. Um, obviously, we've been uh, doing very well for a, a particular client lately uh, this past month uh, on TikTok and seeing the growth there and how you know just fitting into a niche um, that works well and you know you can command that space. Uh, allows you to just grow really rapidly um, and it, it, it's yeah. great seeing that and I, I I wouldn't be a marker if I didn't you know become part of the YouTube community early on I was talking about this with a mate you know this week uh, it's 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 a little you know I wouldn't call it YouTube community but, but it is but it is it's not you know we never I never I never actually made YouTube videos like I I, I made a few but I, I didn't do YouTube um in, in the sense of being a youtuber but i always wanted to i was just you know 
too busy doing other things or I just didn't really put the effort in um, for that. Uh, and so I think it's now's the time to, you know, now that we have the freedom to be able to do it uh, and the knowledge from helping so many people to just really try and see what happens and just go. And the worst case scenario is, you know, no one watches it. No one watches it. I at least get the fun of making the stuff. Um, and if one person finds value from it, you know, that's 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 the beauty in it. What, what kind of topics have you written down? Uh, let me get up my list. Let, should I do it? So um, ten years later, <laughs> <laughs> um, can you keep everyone entertained for a sec. <laughs> Oh yeah, Jamal always have to. I think you had you've had it since we had an office in WeWork. It's like a yeah. full on. I think I don't know five, seven, ten pages long, like ideas of topics. Not just for yeah. you know. One was for personal. One was for for us together at Millennium Marketers. Oh, actually, we didn't even have that that day. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a lot of off different ideas. There we now. go. Pers personal YouTube video ideas. I'm just getting up on my phone right now. Yeah, load yeah. a set. Um, I, yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I also have one for, uh, as you said, for millennial markets for here. So we can read some of them off, and you know, let me know, guys, if, if it's something you want us to do a video about. It's taken ages to load up. What's up with my one? Note there, there's that many. That's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one of those ones I've put in quick notes, so it's it's a, a little hard to uh, to find. But, but it's, it's mostly going to be around marketing, right? Is that right? You had a moment of Pokemon. Right. Yeah, so. I had a little moment of Pokemon, and I think one of my first, like, as soon as, so we've sent off some um, some videos, as uh, videos, we sent off some Pokemon cards, both myself and yourself, to really? America. Uh, it looks like we might not get them back for another six months now. What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's taken even longer. Uh, they put an update out. So uh, they said they said they said six to eight months from when we sent it. So we sent them back in October. They're just PSA are taking very long. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, PSA is the um, people that grade uh, cards. And, and once they've been graded, they give you a number from one to 10. And based on that, um, you know, that depends on how much they're worth because of how rare they are. Um, but yeah, overall, Dan, um, they're just taking longer than usual. <laughs> so we might not get them back till maybe May, June time. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, my voice got thin there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Why does, well, I expect that. Why anyway. doesn't my OneNote want to load right now? Uh, let me see. Uh, have I got it on this phone? Oh, yeah, I'm the guy with two phones. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm just trying to find it right now. YouTube channels break down, so I know it's around that YouTube channels. Are you gonna make? Are you gonna make a? Obviously, because you've been so kind to uh, you know with the whole YouTube channel and stuff. Like, are you gonna make a new YouTube channel that's dedicated to what what you want to talk about? So I or, I already yes I already have one. It's called I've renamed it Jamal Hajikura. Uh, you know, okay. Very simple. Cool. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh, here we go. Video ideas. So we have. Uh, okay. Well, wow, this has changed a lot since I said it. Um, Wow, yeah, this has changed a lot. Um, <laughs> Seems so, to regret what he wrote down. It's like, oh, whoa, did I write that? <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, this is, I, I don't know, this has changed a lot. I wrote D DNA ethnicity test. Um, this is this is this from 2019. This is a really old one. Uh, yeah. I've got DNA ethnicity test. Um, 
one million pound apartment tour that was from our last place <laughs> obviously yeah. don't, we don't have that anymore um donating a hundred pound in one pound donations with uh another one on each message to people on twitch okay um football challenge where you miss a penalty and take a shot of vodka yeah this has changed a lot since then <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's a very different kind of um of youtube channel <laughs> i mean i think there's nothing wrong with those no yeah, yeah there's nothing wrong with those but that's that's not what i was thinking ah i found the actual one but again it's also not loading on on my thing for some reason it doesn't seem to want to load which is quite weird it's always when you're trying to show it right it is it is it is it is always. um let's um see if i can find so we have here jdm name markers so here's the one for millennial markers at least then so okay. we have stop reposting your instagram pictures on facebook these are all video titles by the way um mm -hmm. we then have 10 tips for marketing to millennials and how to provide value through social media um what is the facebook is uh, pixel and why is it useful yeah. uh, human psychology hacks for marketing your business um how to reach out to brands as an influencer why less is more Instagram stories. Uh, we have Instagram story ads 2021. The difference between marketing on Facebook and Instagram. And then in right. big capital letters, hashtag hashtags don't work on Facebook. <laughs> um, social media marketing. <laughs> I love this one. Social media marketing for the technology uh, technological inept. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> or, or in other words, social media marketing for boomers. Um, <laughs> what do millennials look for in a brand how millennials are changing the market how gen z are changing the market 10 tips for marketing to gen z how to sell to gen z how can you get 100 influencers sharing your product without spending a single penny um, influencer marketing for men's clothing brands best scheduling tools for social media marketing and then we've got oh, some yeah. fun ones one that said like there's a little heading that says fun ones it says getting a thousand a hundred followers on instagram in 24 hours oh. um, i spent two thousand pounds on instagram story ads for my personal brand here's what happened mm. um who can make the most money in 24 hours <laughs> um reacting to my old personal branding oh, um, those ones. yeah and then finally Building a one thousand pound e-commerce in three hundred day in thirty days. Sorry, um, <laughs> one hundred <laughs> in one hundred thirty yes, days. We're gonna be busy. So yeah, there's there is loads of ideas, guys. Uh, thank you, Victor, for the little claps on those. Um, <laughs> Thanks, um, we have uh, yeah, we have a long list. So if you want us to do any of those, any of those that stood out, let us know. Uh, if you have any ideas of yourself for videos and content we can make because we want to make lots more content for learning markers as i said it's been a couple of weeks off we haven't done any podcasts uh, and we've not done too many of our two minute tuesdays or our long style videos so we're going to start making them again don't worry guys value is coming your way <laughs> yeah it's just uh yeah the honest truth is that it's very difficult to uh, run a media agency and a normal agency when you don't have you know 25 hands so uh, yeah. we, we're trying to manage everything at the same time, but uh, we're gonna get there. Definitely gonna get yeah. there. And uh, what should we talk about the fact that how um, over this 
you know, pandemic period, we've actually decided to change the strategy of our agency a little bit and focus more towards consulting and training, uh, which is, you know, not something we saw, you know, a year, year ago, but now it makes the most sense. Yeah, I mean, we, we can. I do have another topic, though, in mind. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, go for it. What's the other topic? The other topic is something I saw on the drum, like the, the drum uh, LinkedIn page. They talked about yeah. how uh, billboard advertising is changing. In the, you know, it's funny enough we talk about social media, but basically there's two apps that was out recently that was on a billboard and then it went, went, went viral online, but yeah. it wasn't actually a billboard in real life. It was just a PR campaign that showed how a billboard would look. Is this the Marmite one? Sorry? Is this is this the Marmite jar or whatever jar it was and there was a car and the top of the Marmite jar was inside the, the windshield? Yeah, so it was either it was either that one or the Kit Kat one or both. I don't remember, yeah. but it was those it was those two it was like uh, yeah. uh you know, talking about. So I thought it was a really interesting thing. You know, I, I when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, of course. You know, brands would do that, but I've never imagined that they would show a billboard campaign that wasn't actually a billboard campaign. Mm. But do you, so is the question is, is that going to be the future? You know, in order to save money, cost, effect, cost effective campaigns, just do mock-ups? I, I, the thing is, is, I think like when it comes to those, you know, they wouldn't like, you can't really, you can't really class it as a billboard campaign anyway, because it's just using the asset. You know, if, if it was a, a beautiful, you know, if someone went out to Bali or like, you know, digitally made a thing of Bali and put a person there, you know, is that really a, a modeling or is it, you know, it's not modeling. It's, it's a social media campaign just because a billboard is in the picture doesn't, you know, and the main focus is for it to be social media. doesn't really make it. I think they're separate than what a real billboard ad is and what something like that is, is what I'm trying to say. Do you think, because basically the drum was showing that the, the footfall obviously had fallen in terms of like people going to work and stuff yeah. during the pandemic. So yeah. that's why like in order to be cost effective and stuff, because usually, you know, the PlayStation ad, we talk about it a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah. That one went viral because people were still going to work at that time and they could take a picture of it and share it. But when there's almost empty streets, what do you do? So I, th I just thought it was really interesting and fascinating. I think it's going to be more of it. You're going to see more of those viral hits that looks like an outdoor campaign, but it's actually just made in, made yeah. <laughs> in the studio. You, you've also got the problem of like, uh, you know, people believe anything these days, especially with the whole like, you know, fake news stuff. And, you know, people see stuff on social, social media and assume it's true. Um, yeah. And so you could say that there is maybe the issue that it's, it's feeding into that fake news uh, and that it's actually quite dangerous precedent um, because yeah. of, or because of that. Um, yeah. But I think it's, you know, for example, that my Marmite one, I think it's just a bit of fun. Um, but um, yeah, I can see why, how some people might have sank against it. But overall, yeah. I, I, I don't see a problem with it. Like, it seems fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just didn't know. I felt like I was, I wrote a comment on the drum thing. I said, you know, I felt as a character in one of the, in the movie called Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah. Cause I felt like, oh, ooh, I didn't realize, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Cause yeah, you feel, you feel cheated a little. 
Um, yeah, now that I know that it wasn't really a thing, I still yeah. thought the campaign was brilliant, but yeah. Yeah. But then again, are they really going to buy a, buy a, like, for example, the Marmite one that involves a broken, you know, a giant Marmite lid inside a car? Are they going to buy a car, break the windshield? Put, like, you know, it's, it's a lot to do for in one place. Are they going to do that outside every billboard? Like, it's, you know, I do think that you can be very creative with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, what you know, in, in, in making these, um, I, I definitely think there's there's interesting ways people could could take that whole mock-up style thing. Um, yeah, definitely. But that doesn't mean billboards dead. You know, um, if anything, the fact that as you said, there's not many people out at the moment. But there's a specific type of person out. You know, the same kind of people are the people that are on the streets. They are, you know, mostly key workers, uh, and you know, a lot of them are all going to fit into a very similar, you know, demographic, psychographic, behavioristic. Um, which means that if you target to those consumers, now is the cheapest and easiest time to reach them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, billboard can still be very useful if it's done strategically. Um, yeah. The only issue with billboards is just that you can't really measure it unless you have like a plant, like, you know, a code they have to use yeah, or exactly. a QR code and stuff. That's the issue. But otherwise, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's that integrated marketing communications. You need to somehow, although billboard is the, the first top of the funnel, you need to bring them in to a digital place in order to, you know, make a transaction or some kind of thing happen. So eventually it needs to go to social media anyway or, or a yeah. website or a, e-commerce store or, or something yeah you know what i think would be quite an interesting idea for a billboard um is literally just a qr code nothing on the billboard except a giant qr code because just, if yeah. it says the curiosity you know the whole like curiosity killed the cat say you're waiting yeah. on the on the tube for a train yeah yeah on one of those ones that's like outdoors and you have signals yeah and you're just staring straight and all you see is a giant qr code and you're just staring at it. There's nothing there except the QR code. Imagine you buy it, the whole thing. It's just QR codes. It's like, what are they? Enough, but some people are going to be curious enough to go, one second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. And now you're there. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. now you're there. You've gone from there, which is like, you know, attention, to, oh, and you've got a good enough call to action, but you can get some people through that. I'd like to see a brand do that. Um, I, I think that's idea. Yeah. If you're a you know young marketer and you know you're trying to go up in in the world and in, in your agency or your business, pitch that to your next guy. <laughs> we don't do billboards, so go for it. <laughs> pitch pitch that uh, to, like in your next meeting and let, let us know if it does well. Yeah, if we I'll... see it, we know where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> you can take credit for it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. uh, other than that, I think, you know, we are only keeping this one nice and short these, this week, guys. Um, we will be back with a guest soon um, and uh, hopefully with more content as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you can see all that. Um, and uh, we'll uh, next week or next time we're on, hopefully, have a link in the description that we can put for our personal brands. So make sure you're ready to go follow and subscribe on there too. Um, any, any lasting words, Daniel? No, I'll just say, you know, we're warming up. We're just getting back to it again. Maybe it was a bit of a slow one today, but uh, we're going to get back to it. It's, uh, yeah. I'm excited for what's ahead. That's what I'm saying. Let's let's leave it on one last thing. What is your one word going into March? It is March tomorrow. What is your one word? 
One word. Oh my god. Reborn. Reborn. Mine is optimistic. I like that. It's good. Yeah. Jamal, optimist. Okay. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually the realist. I'm I'm optimistic yeah. for March. Okay. Well, have fun, guys. We will see you in the next one. Thank you for anyone that was listening live. Thank you for listening on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to uh, or watching on YouTube. Um, have a wonderful day, and we will see you soon.